eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Hello, it is Fourth Down in the Steel City. My name's Colin Dunlap. I'm familiar, I think, I don't know, I might be, who knows. Um, Nonetheless, that uh, other voice you're going to hear and a face you'll see if you see the clips on the internet is my man greg finley as crowley is out he's on a mini vacation excuse me i'm all choked up over it um crowley's on a mini vacation greg finley are normally our producer but he's an ultra talented radio man he's gonna join me hello greg how you doing hey hey colin i'm good man happy to be on here to talk some steelers falcons well, I'm ha- I'm happy that you are. Now, I bump into you in the office generally because you work overnight and then you produce our podcast and you're just around um, all the time. You're a hardworking radio man. And so I bumped into you early on Friday morning and you said, you know, one thing, because you knew you were going to sub in for Crowley on this, you said one thing we got to talk about is the one time the Steelers and the Falcons played Heinz Field and it was a... Are you ready for it? Tie. And that's when ties were harder to come by. It was longer overtime. Uh, you could just win with a walk-off field goal. So there was that. You know, there wasn't the back and forth. Everybody gets a possession. Why are you so intrigued by the 2002 game, Finley? Well, it was like the most epic tie of all time because the final play of the game was just a Hail Mary from Tommy Maddox and Plexico Burris comes down with it. But he's tackled at the one-yard line. And he didn't get the ball across. And I feel like, you know, I was eight years old at this time. And I remember watching it. I was like, I don't know to be excited or upset because he didn't get in the end zone. I was not eight years old. I was drunk at that time <laughs> at the game as a fan, as a fan um, you know, uh, a couple other things. There was like a 14 point disparity in the fourth quarter in that game. Wasn't there at least in the second half? 
I think Atlanta that, outscored them 17 to three in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers were up going into the fourth quarter uh, by a couple touchdowns. Also the final play. I, I remember this vividly, even though I was inebriated to start the game and then it wore off as we went through. Michael Vick was the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons that day. Heinz field was still, it was still a relatively new place. You know, um, if you think about it, right? Yes. Uh, so I remember that there was still kind of that lure of Heinz Field, but I all I remember going down the the exits, walking down the stairs and kind of the rotunda area of Heinz Field, like the the walkways, you know, of Heinz Field, mm-hmm. and no one knew how to feel. Like, should you be happy? Should you be sad? Should you be excited? Should you be mad? And it was just a lot of. It felt like you were in New York City. No, that's a bad... It felt like you were just somewhere, like at a concert, waiting for it to happen, mm-hmm. and people were just talking. You know how you hear the like the, the din of people talking before a concert happens? Like Nobody was screaming. Nobody was cheering. Nobody was high-fiving. You were just like... It was just like you walked out of a movie. <laughs> and the other thing, too, from that game that I vividly remember, too, is... Plex tried to like roll into the end zone a little bit and then looked up at the line judge was like, I'm in, right? Right. You didn't see that. I'm in. There was like this rise smile that he made. Do you, do you recall that? Yeah. Cause he, he went down, his knees went down in the end zone, but the ball was out. He clearly the ball was at the one yard line. And then he rolled in and looked at the ref and was like touchdown. Right. And I feel like people that didn't have a good angle, just saw the final part where he's in the end zone. Like, that's a touchdown, right? Because Cower was yelling at the ref, review it, that's a touchdown. But it clearly wasn't. He was clearly down at the one. Yes. Uh, so, But so many great memories from that game. It was absolutely crazy. I just – and we tailgated after. I remember that, too. And I just and remember – sorrows away, right? <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. But I remember sitting on the guardrail because we had an unbelievable parking space, a friend of mine did, that was ra- – it was honestly the closest parking space to Heinz Field. We had said it was the best parking space, the best tailgating space in the NFL. It was right there at the corner where you walk in. It was underneath that huge American flag that used to hang from the uh, from the stadium. It's like that three – the three-way intersection right there that you walk up to. Mm-hmm. And I just remember sitting on the guardrail, eating a hamburger or a hot dog after the game because they fired up the grill after and just going like, what the hell are we supposed to do? What does this mean? <laughs> um, yeah, so the dirty birds, the dirty. Do you like ties in football, Greg? I don't like ties because I believe that there needs to be a winner. Like you played 60 minutes, then you played an extra 15 minutes for overtime and it still ends up being a tie. You don't have a tie in the playoffs, so why should we have a tie in the regular season? I need a winner. Okay, so if you need a winner, all right, here we are. It, this is a hell of a conversation because nobody wants to talk about Matt Canada more or about the um, the running back rotation, even though we'll probably do both moving forward. Um, if you need a winner and you can't stand a tie and you've already played 60 minutes plus 15 more in that structure, Tell me how you arrive at a winner. Unfortunately, you got to play it a double overtime, but I don't think players would want to do that, right? They already played 75 minutes. Let me let you in on something. It ain't about the players. The networks don't want a game bleeding into the next window. 
That's fair. That's even yeah. more so what it is. And you know that you're a media savvy guy. You're probably the youngest media savvy guy that I know. You always tell me like, these guys are on the call for this game. This network's this. This broadcaster's that. Like, you're so into stuff like that. I understand that you always follow the money. And the money here isn't necessarily the safety of the players or the longevity and health of those guys. The money here is all about exactly what I just said. They don't want a 1 o'clock game going any further past. It used to be 4 o'clock. Then it went to 4.15, and now sometimes it's 4.25. They sure as hell don't want it going to 4.50 or 5 o'clock. That makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. You know, So that's why they have to have a tie then. <laughs> it's, it's almost why they need a hard cap on a – they don't necessarily need a tie. They need a hard cap on an elapsed time. You know, it just – it can't go four hours. It, you know? Right. It just, it can't. Three and a half is stretching it. It can't go four. They can't have that uh, for a game. So that's what it is. But man, uh, and look, see, I don't, I'm different. I don't mind ties. I w- w- Keep this in mind. When I was growing up and, and it was, I was young, college games could end in ties. There were ties. They didn't, they didn't have the 10 yard line overtime. No, that only came into place. You know, when I was a young kid, you'd have to look it up what year it was. But, like, you would see scores. I, I, I remember this. I'm, like, six years old. You know, Army would play – I mean, who's an old school team that used to be good? Like, and I'm not talking, like, Carnegie Tech. But, like, Army would play Navy. Or um, Pitt would play – who's an old Eastern rival that Pitt would play? Pitt and BC. I mean, they play again now. Pitt would play BC and it'd be, like, 13-13. Like there, there were ties in college football. There was no overtime. And then that was a big debate too, especially because there was no playoff system. So if it got to voting, which there was for the AP and there were two different polls, you know, and it was like how the voters voted. If a team would be way up there in the rankings or a team playing a team in the rankings, if you played for a tie, especially late in the year, that really was something like you really could jostle the system and Jake, the system some, but yeah, like you'd see scores from out like Missouri and I don't know, New Mexico state tie. And then the next score, like, you know, um, USC idol. They didn't play that week. That's how the scores would be listed. There were, there were ties all the time in college football. Now they play four and a half hour games, <laughs> which, and, and it's, there's still two minutes left in regulation. College football is the most incredible game in terms of how long it takes. It is – you go into that stadium or you watch on television, you're investing four hours minimum, and it's just too long. I agree. I agree. But that's because they stop the clock after every first down and all the media timeouts, and they – you know, halftime's 25 minutes because the band's got to play. When's the last – have you been to a college game recently? No, it's been a while. I, I went to the I went to a pit game. That was the last one I've been to. Seeing it in person is something, and I'll tell you why. All those college time or all those media timeouts and stopping the game and everything, they utilize all of them to this degree. They'll stop them, and then they'll be like, "And welcome onto the field, the 1948 Glee Club," and they line up a hundred guys from sideline to sideline, and then the next timeout. 
Let's welcome onto the field the 1949 swim team that won the old Eastern Eight Championship. And a bunch of old guys out there waving their head. And then the next one. It, please welcome to the fields the Gold Circle Real Estate Sales Team from whatever real estate company. And they got 35 people. They, they recognize somebody every single stoppage of play on the field. It's amazing right. how much they utilize those stoppages. And none of them have to do with sports. <laughs> none. Well, you know, they'll, they'll bring out old timers from back in the day. But um, do you want to get into the Steelers running back situation? I do. I do. I am going to ask you to take the floor next. Steelers running back situation when we come back. <laughs> 